0: Hello, Sid Rothio. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My guest has a Master's from a Baptist Seminary, Doctorate from a Methodist Seminary, and would you believe he loves to cast demons out of Christians? I vey! <laughs> Sid Roth has spent over 40 years
1: researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural.
0: I, I, I'm seated here with Rodney Hogan. Rodney, uh, you're just going to a nice Baptist seminary, <laughs> and there's a guest lecturer, and he's. He's going along, you like what he's saying, and all of a sudden, he starts talking about demons. Why did you get so rattled?
2: Well, I I was just, actually it was all over with, the class was over, and I'm just talking with this, and it was a pastor, and he was just telling us about uh, his day. And he said, you know, today we, we ministered to three people who had demons. And first of all, I got pretty excited because I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. I mean, here we are. This is New Testament stuff. So I'm thinking we're going to, we're going to do something here, and I'm going to learn something. And then he said, he said, "He said, you know, and two of them were Christians. I go, oh, no. First, the first thought to my head, I don't believe in this. I, I just don't believe this. Now, in reality, I never had really thought this thing through. I mean, I didn't really have a developed theology because it just never crossed my mind. But I just had this strong thought that I just don't believe in this. Now I realize those thoughts, they weren't my thoughts. But at that time, I thought those were my thoughts.
0: Sure. If someone has a thought, they think that you think it's your thought, not necessarily coming from you. But go ahead.
2: Yeah. So so I said, I don't believe in this. But the next thing I, I had to get out of there. I'm like, i got to get out of this place. I made an excuse. Oh, my goodness, I need, I need to go home. I'm in my car, and I'm driving home, and I'm thinking, How's, how does this, this happen? How does a Christian have a demon? I'm just kind of wondering how, how this is happening. And then the Holy Spirit, like, invades my thinking and speaks to me so clearly. It wasn't, it wasn't you know, audible, but it was, it was pretty close. And he says, Rodney, that's what you have. I said, anyone want to hear from God? Anyone want to hear that? (laughs) Well, I mean, I just got mad. I mean, I was like, I I wasn't even thinking at that time. I just got mad, and I said, you can't have me. You don't belong to me. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to leave me, and I felt this thing leave me. The thing you don't believe a Christian can have. And that's what I thought. I go, oh, no, I've just had an experience I don't believe in. So <laughs> but I, I wasn't telling anybody, I didn't tell my wife. I, didn't, I, and I certainly wasn't going to tell this guy, you know, I had but,
0: to think this thing well, through. Well, there's a big debate, and I, so let me address the question, you know, head on. Can a Christian have a demon?
2: Well, I did, <laughs> and I'm a Christian. But one of the things I had to work through is really the language that's in the New Testament because that word demon possession, Mm -hmm. that word possession is really not a very good translation from the original Greek. What should it be? It should be a person has a demon. It is, the, it is the word, like the subject, the verb echo, and then it is it really the, the demon. So a person has a demon. That
0: so it could be a Christian has a sickness.
2: Yeah, a person. For in sure. fact, it's used like that. Christian has a sickness. John the Baptist had a camel hair coat. You know, Mary had a child. I mean, it's like a person has this uh-huh. or a person has an offense. It's not that a demon has a person. The other time that it's used, it's a verb. It's a very general verb, demonizomai. So it's a very, it, it could talk about, you know, they got the gathering, or it could talk about, listen, I just have a spirit that's harassing me. So the word oppressed probably better describes what, you know, uh, about a person having a demon. So if, you, because a Christian cannot be owned by a demon, but they can be oppressed by one. It, well, Uh, It's a fine line.
0: Some say a Christian could not have a demon in their spirit, but they for sure could have one in their flesh, just as you could be sick in your flesh. Is that a sin? No, it's a sin if you could get rid of it and not get rid of it, and you just keep it the rest of your life. Yeah. Uh, But um, okay,
2: tell me about real briefly your first deliverance. My, my deliverance happened about seven months earlier. And by this time I'd moved to Washington State and I'm pastoring a church. My wife set up an appointment for me to minister to one of our young ladies that she thought had a demon. By this time my wife and I were talking about this. She invites her over and I ask my wife, like, why did you do this? i I never done this before. I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> You you know, and so, you know, so But she, you know, she said, you are her pastor, so you should be the one. So, she pulled the pastor card out on me, and I had to, <laughs> I had to do it. So, she came over, and I, and, and I got a little bit of phone instruction, but I didn't, really didn't know it. So, I didn't know how to start this thing. So, I mean, like, I mean, I'd never seen one. So, I thought, well, I'll just read Scripture. You know, maybe I can stir them up. So, I read Scripture, but that didn't work. So, then I said, well, let's pray. So, we all bowed our head and closed our eyes and prayed, which, I, which by the way, do not close your eyes when you're ministering in this area. Why? Well, because you want to see what's going on. Okay. You know, you want to you, you <laughs> observe this stuff. So but you don't want to close your eyes to a demon, you know. So, but, but I, nobody told me the rules, so I didn't know. So I, so I got our eyes closed, and I'm praying. And as soon as we, we finished praying, I'm, I'm looking up. My wife's looking up, and, and she couldn't open her eyes. I go, what do you mean you can't open your eyes? She goes, I can't open my eyes. I looked at my wife, and I said, what did you get us into? You know, I'm thinking. And, but I said, "In the name of Jesus, I command those eyes to open, and boom, they open." And I go, "Whoa, it worked." And then she couldn't hear me. She was deaf. And then I said the same thing. In the name was of she, Jesus: Was she naturally deaf? No. It was: All a sudden those demons she, were. She, she sees my lips moving, but she can't hear a thing. Huh. So then I said, "I command those ears to open, and boom, they opened up. And, yeah. And, and for the next several hours, several hours, that was like the worst experience of my life. But, but you know, I, and I don't know if they left because we, we drove them out or we wore them out, but they, they ended up leaving. But by the end of the night, I looked at that face, and I saw a face of freedom. And I said, Lord, I don't like the mess, but I love the face. I'll, I'll do it for that. And in that glory, what happened? Well, in that glory... She got set free.
0: You told me something else that's very important. As this div- gift developed in you to set people free, um, you began to—well, I had a thousand people that got set free tonight. You began to look at, an indiv- at them as individuals, not a corporate yeah. or just a job to do. I put Band-Aid goodbye. Uh, Tell me that difference.
2: When I first started ministering in this area, uh, I was just, I had a job to do, and I didn't see the person as a person. I just I had a job. I'm going to cast the demon out. And so that was my agenda. And I, I would even sacrifice you on the, the altar of my agenda to get that thing out. Then the Lord began to show me people as he sees them. So there's a heart of compassion that began to rise up within me that I really, I shifted from just having an agenda to say the person is the priority. The person is what's important. So this, their freedom needs to be a love encounter with Jesus. And so I, I had to shift how I did it. And Lord did it by letting me see the person as as he would see them. Every person has value. Everyone has significance.
0: Well I'll tell you what. Many believers have, and it's through ignorance, open doors to the demonic. Rodney will expose the open doors when we return.
1: We will be right back to It's Supernatural!
0: The supernatural of God knows no bounds. And now there are no limits to equipping you to receive your supernatural breakthrough anytime, any place. ISN, the It's Supernatural online network, is now available for your mobile devices and smart TVs with this free ISN app. Our world doesn't need another Christian TV network. What the world needs is life-changing programs that have a tangible outpouring of God's presence. And people need to be able to access it whenever they need it, wherever they are. ISN makes it possible to meet you right at your point of need with live streaming of programs 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right on mobile devices or smart TVs. Or choose from dozens of powerful episodes of It's Supernatural and other exclusive programs in our online library. Just go to your app store and download it for free whenever. Wherever. God's not limited, and neither is your access to the supernatural of God. We now return to It's Supernatural. I know, Rodney, are you afraid of demons? You've you've prayed for thousands to be set free. Are you afraid of demons?
2: You know, the the demonic uses the same strategy. It's fear, it's intimidation, and it's deception. They want you to fear them. They they actually do things so that you'll be afraid. For example, if somebody manifests, that thing is simply manifesting so you'll back off, so you'll be afraid. And so, people are coming to an agreement with that. Oftentimes, that fear that that person is feeling, is not their own fear. It's a fear that's being projected on them oh. by that Spirit. So, they're feeling this sense, I got to get out of here, I got to run. I mean, this is scaring me because they don't recognize they're not, they're not experiencing God's, God's authority. They're actually experiencing that. One of the things I think that's important is that when we're ministering in this area here, that we need to pull out the authority that's inside that believer. In, in the book of Acts and, and in the Gospels, there's a process in which a deliverance happens where I have the authority of Jesus and I'm bringing the kingdom of God into a place. So, therefore, the way that this, this modality is me with the authority of Jesus advancing the kingdom, bringing his kingdom to a place, demons manifest and we're casting them out.
0: So, what do you do when you fear, feel fearful?
2: Well, basically, that to me, that's a sign that your history because you just showed me that you just played your cards. You're there, and now I know you're there.
0: Many Christians through ignorance have opened doors. Yeah. tell me what about these open
2: doors well the Ephesians chapter 4 verse 27 says do not give the devil an opportunity and he's talking to believers there the word opportunity sometimes is translated as a foothold or a place do not open the door to the enemy so what happens is that the enemy's looking for legal loopholes for legal rights for legal inroads into a person's life so he will simply just he just can't jump on you anytime he wants to he's got to have a legal right and if he will stretch it if he can. Even though it's not quite a legal right, he will simply go for that, and, and when he comes in, he comes in usually in one place, not the whole person. So you're not going to get the gathering. He's going to move in the block. He's going to go in like one house, and if he can get in that one house and st- establish something in that one house, then he's going to go for the next house, into the next house, into the next house. What happened with me? I just had some places that I kept in the dark, places that were in secret, the place I was ashamed of, and I wasn't bringing that place to the light. So there was an inroad into my life. Now he didn't have me completely because I'm walking with Jesus, I'm I'm on staff in churches, I'm leading people to to Jesus and all this stuff, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing a lot of the things I should be doing. But that dark place, that was, I had an open door, and that's where he was wreaking havoc in my life.
0: What about, well, give me some specific uh, areas that are open doors.
2: For example, habitual sin. You mean you're in control at, at first, but then it controls you. If you're in the occult, like you're actually calling on demons, you're going to, you're opening yourself up to that. Maybe it's a cult, maybe it, which is like you're just worshiping another god or other gods, or maybe a, a diversion, perversion of Jesus. Uh, it it could be uh, like in, involuntary exposure to evil. It could be so like right, such as watching television
0: or movies that are.
2: Yeah, with, I, with I'm, I, a mother ministered to her child, who basically, her, you know, her her husband, who wasn't a believer years and years ago, brought the movie The Exorcist home. I am not The Exorcist, The Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. You know, showed it to the four-year-old kid, and, and she ended up having to do ministry to that. So he didn't choose to do that. He was just exposed to that, you know. Uh, what about things like Ouija boards and all of this, uh, mind reading and yeah. magic and all yeah. those things. That's the occult, because you're calling on a Spirit, other than the Holy Spirit, which you have no permission to do that. Uh, yeah. And there's things like drugs, and I'm not talking like taking something your body needs, like an aspirin yeah, or blood no. pressure. It's, it, you know, it's, it's something your body doesn't need. Unforgiveness, that's a door. Hurt, woundedness, trauma. I mean, anytime you're in a weakened state, the enemy wants to take advantage of that. I'll tell you what. I'm going to take a risk. You know I do that every
0: once in a while. Rodney will pray for deliverance corporately when we return. We will be right back to
1: It's Supernatural! Rodney Hogue didn't understand that believers in Jesus could be oppressed by demonic spirits until he commanded a demon to leave him in the name of Jesus. To his surprise, it left him. He experienced incredible freedom and authority and now wants to mentor you on how to fight from a place of victory and lead others into liberty. Call now and get Rodney Hogue's brand new book, Liberated, and his three-part audio teaching series, Jumpstart Your Freedom. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural! audience, yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9680. Rodney's anointed brand new book, Liberated, offers you powerful tools for discerning and defeating the enemy's work through the power of the Holy Spirit. Discover how to operate in your spiritual jurisdiction of authority when confronting demons. Recognize signs and symptoms of demonic oppression. Identify and close any doors granting demons access to your life. Confidently deal with evil spirits when they manifest. Step-by-step minister deliverance for yourself and others. The book includes a list of lies that people believe, important truths about God the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, examples of false identities people embrace, common truths about your identity and Messiah Jesus. The book also includes powerful prayers to set you and others you know free from habitual sin, sexual perversion and immorality, involvement in occult and cult practices, substance abuse, generational curses, word curses, soul ties, bondage of fear, spirit of religion, and more. You will also receive Rodney Hogue's powerful three-part audio teaching series, Jumpstart Your Freedom. In this exclusive three-part audio teaching series, Rodney unveils the most common areas in your life where the enemy tries to gain control, shares how to take back your authority and live victoriously, leads you through prayers of deliverance to break spiritual strongholds. On Part 1, The Power of Words and Agreement, learn how to break the power of word curses from hell and receive word blessings from heaven. On Part 2, The Power of Forgiveness, discover the benefits and blessings released to you from heaven when you forgive others. On Part 3, Generational Curses and Blessings, understand how to break off generational curses and begin to receive generational blessings. Don't miss out on getting Rodney Hogue's brand new book, Liberated, and his three-part audio teaching series, Jumpstart Your Freedom. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural! audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 968. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9680 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's
0: Supernatural. Roger. Do you ever bump into people that have demons
2: that refuse to leave? Yeah, from time to time. But uh, you have all this authority. How come? Well, one of the things that happens with some people is that, that there's an agreement where they, there's a lie that they have believed that's embedded within them that actually manifests in their identity. Ah. For example, let's say a, a, a person has like a, a victim spirit, and that's it's just there. They just see them at, they, as a victim, so they have an identity as a victim there. And, and there's, I, I, there's I a lot.
0: of have lie. people that are deaf,
2: and I say, "Can I pray to have have uh, your hearing
0: restored?" Yeah. And they say, "No," because they like their deaf community. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You see, if I have a fly, like if I have a fly in this cup, I can either get that fly out by pulling it out or I can stick this cup under the faucet and just turn on the faucet and let it flush out. So a lot of demons, we're able to get them out if we just pull them out. We're casting them out. We're driving them out. But ones that are stubborn, that are stuck in a person's identity, those are the ones we have to displace. We just have to bring truth. We have to bring life to come into and show light into the areas of of their heart, and begin to expose all those embedded lies and let, bring them into the place of truth. And it just actually just forces and displaces the darkness when we do that. Give me an example of a lie that people embrace. Well, it's, it's like I don't have any power. I don't have any authority. I'm a loser.
0: I, or I can't be healed. Uh, That's a lie. Like
2: other people can be healed, yeah. but I can't be healed. Yeah. And if I embrace that lie, then I basically impede you know, healing because I've embraced something that's not true. I can be healed because God says I can be healed.
0: Well, here's what I believe. There's such a presence of God in this studio even before my guests come, but now it's even stronger. I believe you can pray corporately yeah. and set a lot of people free once you look in the camera and pray as God <clears throat> directs.
2: Well, the first step is this. Only Jesus is going to set you free. So first of all, you have to have a relationship with Jesus because he is your deliverer. You may have learned coping skills, but only Jesus can set you free. So you're going to have to invite Jesus to come into your life, to be the Lord of your life, to forgive you of your sin, and you're going to have to make a decision that today I'm going to follow Jesus completely. And if you would like to surrender your life Completely to Him, I, would, I want you to repeat after me. Just say, "Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus, come into, my life. come into my life, Forgive me of all my sin, forgive me of all my sins. Today I choose to follow You. Today I choose to follow You. I make You my Lord. I make You my Lord. I give You my heart, I give you my heart, my mind." My mind. my desires, my future, future. all of me me. now belongs to you. you. Thank you, Jesus, Jesus. for for coming into my life. Now if you prayed that prayer, you know Jesus came into your life. Now Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 says this, that Jesus delivered us from the domain of darkness, and he transferred us to the kingdom of his Son. So therefore, darkness no longer has authority over you. So if you prayed that prayer, or maybe you've known the Lord for some time, but you find yourself in bondage, I just want you to know that it is your your birthright to be free. Because you're not in that domain anymore. You're actually in the Kingdom of God, the Kingdom of His Son. So now that Christ is inside of you, it's time to exercise that authority. So I just want you to repeat after me. I am a child of the King. I am a child of the King. Everything Jesus bought and paid for, Jesus and paid for. is my inheritance. I'm united, I'm united with Christ. I died with him. I, died with him. I was buried with him. I rose with him. I'm seated at the right hand of the Father. I'm seated at the right hand of the Father. Far above all rule. Far above all rule. All authority. All, authority, all, power, all, power, all power. Every, every, name, every name, name that is named. Not only in this age, this age but in the one to come. In the one to come. Therefore. Therefore, I have authority over the flesh. I have authority over the flesh. I have authority over sin. I have authority over the, I authority over the demonic. I have authority over the demonic. I have authority over sickness. I have authority over sickness. And because I have authority of Jesus. Because I have the authority. Jesus, I break every assignment of hell off of me. I break every assignment of hell off of me. I break every curse of hell off of me. I break every curse of hell off of me. I break every curse that's come down from my Ancestors, I break every curse that's come down from my end. I break every curse that's come from the world around me. I break every curse that comes from the world around. Me. I break every curse that I've put upon myself. I break every curse that I've put upon myself. For the weapons of my warfare, for the weapons of my war, they're not fleshly. They're not fleshly. They're divinely powerful. They're divinely powerful. To pull down the strongholds of darkness. To pull down the strongholds of dark. I can do all things through Christ. I can do all things through myself. Because greater is He who is in me. Because greater is He who is in me than He who is in the world. And he is in the world. Amen. 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 <laughs>
1: Rodney Hope didn't understand that believers in Jesus could be oppressed by demonic spirits until he commanded a demon to leave him in the name of Jesus. To his surprise, it left him. He experienced incredible freedom and authority and now wants to mentor you on how to fight from a place of victory and lead others into liberty. Call now and get Rodney Hogue's brand new book, Liberated, and his three-part audio teaching series, Jumpstart Your Freedom. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience, yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9680. Rodney's anointed brand new book, Liberated, offers you powerful tools for discerning and defeating the enemy's work through the power of the Holy Spirit. Discover how to operate in your spiritual jurisdiction of authority when confronting demons. Recognize signs and secrets symptoms of demonic oppression. Identify and close any doors granting demons access to your life. Confidently deal with evil spirits when they manifest. Step by step, minister deliverance for yourself and others. Rebuild broken areas of life after receiving inner healing and deliverance. The book includes a list of lies that people believe, important truths about God the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, examples of false identities people embrace, common truths about your identity and Messiah, Jesus. The book also includes powerful prayers to set you and others you know free from habitual sin, sexual perversion and immorality, involvement in occult and cult practices, substance abuse, generational curses, word curses, soul ties, bondage of fear, spirit of religion, and more. You will also receive Rodney Hogue's powerful three-part audio teaching series, Jumpstart Your Freedom. In this exclusive three-part audio teaching series, Rodney unveils the most common areas in your life where the enemy tries to gain control, shares how to take back your authority and live victoriously, leads you through prayers of deliverance to break spiritual strongholds. On part one, The Power of Words and Agreement, you will learn how to break the power of word curses from hell and receive word blessings from heaven. On Part 2, The Power of Forgiveness, you will discover the benefits and blessings released to you from Heaven when you forgive others. Learn about the destructive power of soul ties and get set free. On Part 3, Generational Curses and Blessings, you will understand how to break off generational curses and begin to receive
2: generational blessings. Learn how to repute fear and enter into a new courageous faith. The Bible very clearly explains about demons, our authority over demons, getting rid of demons, in people around us, and even in ourselves, should be like normal Christianity because the commission is not only to to heal the sick, but to cast out the evil. Don't miss out on getting Rodney Hogue's brand new book, Liberated, and his
1: three-part audio teaching series, Jumpstart Your Freedom. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9680 call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9680 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. Bunch surgery leaves a Jewish man paralyzed for life. He becomes deeply depressed knowing that he'll be confined to a wheelchair for the rest of his days. But then he discovers a revelation that totally changes his life and leads him to be miraculously healed. He completely regains the ability to walk, even though 25 doctors, neurosurgeons, and neurologists can't explain this. Do you want to learn what this revelation was? For the ending to this true story, go to www.theythoughtforthemselves.com. Your gifts to this ministry will help Sid air It's Supernatural in Israel 28 times a week and
0: distribute his evangelistic book to the Jewish people worldwide. Next week on It's Supernatural. Hello, I'm Dr. George Carl. Did you know that Jesus became a son of man outside of the glory so that we can become sons of God within the glory? The habitat of glory that was destined for you is completely open to you now. So join me on the next It's Supernatural! with Sid Roth. Your journey into God's glory begins now.